that'll get us canceled. Of course, most everything will get us canceled. It's where we are. What are you so restless about? Bouncing around and just getting, getting your drinks. Opening a beer and oh, and sorry for you sorry for bothering. Sorry, you Buddha. You don't, you, you, I've seen your Buddha you see, already. You, see, you seem upset. <laughs> I, I don't need to see your Buddha again, Dennis. What's we're gonna be together next week? I'm pretty excited about that. In it's person, gonna be something. And yeah, and I I didn't know that it started on a Wednesday night. Uh, don't quote me on that. I no, don't I didn't. know the schedule. I didn't. Of course, I went to someone that had both information and a level of intellect. So I did not. You weren't even on the list for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no. not. To be no, and who hadn't been drinking the last time I talked and won't be drinking this time when we talk. So no, you weren't considered. No. So the result that you, the conclusion that you came to is what now? <laughs> about what? Conclusion exactly. about what? Exactly. Oh, 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 oh right. Exactly. This is one of those riddles that you do. <laughs> the inclusion or the exclusion is your conclusion. Uh, what? Whoa, man. So you got any more jokes? I don't got no more jokes. I've done joke. I'm done. I'm done joked out. What You're you been joke. up to? You're a joke. That's, I mean, that I present. As what are you? Some kind of a joker? Jerry, have anybody said that to you? What are you? Some kind of a joker? Let me tell you, I have many times and I've never answered it straight by saying, no, of course not. I say, no, I'm the queen of spades. Well done. Good response. You know what, what the best one is? This is oft repeated. Are you kidding me? They say, what are you, some kind of joker? I say, what, what are you kidding me? Yes. I, or another one would be, what? That's not funny. Yeah, I, I, I follow a lot of uh, comedians and things. And of course, it's the perpetual trouble of being a professional comedian that when someone says, so what do you do? You say, I'm a comedian. And they're like, oh, yeah, say, me, say something funny. Or a couple of them that I follow talk about how if they post something on their Instagram feed, that is like political about, oh, Donald Trump is a fool or whatever. And the people come out of the woodwork being like, hey, man, I followed you to be, so you would make me laugh and be funny. What's up with this? Yeah. And right. it's just like, you don't, hey, you don't deserve to ever not be funny. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You don't hey, deserve so to ever had, not be We had some, we had Louis Anderson. Yes. Went, went to the great beyond at the age of 68. And also, as we talked last week with Bob Saget, but I guess that they happened at the same time. No. Within a week, I, I saw a Gilbert Gottfried posted a photo that it was a selfie that he took of him and, and those two, or no, uh, Bob Saget was the one holding the camera. And he was oh, like, no and he was like, man, this photo is really hard to look at the, look at this week, but Saget and Louie, Saget, Louie and Gilbert. Yeah. Wow. I'll, I yeah, might find he, that for uh, the show notes, but that clip of that famous clip of Louie, that's just outrageous is when he finally got asked at the tonight show. He did, he did his opening two lines were, First was, hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here. This is going to have to be quick. I'm in between meals. <laughs> That's a great, great fat person joke. Yeah. And, and the other one was, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Let me get on the other side of the mic so you can see me. <laughs> Again, those are... This is all Louis Anderson. This, uh, this documentary that I think should be your homework now that these folks have passed because they're both in it and other famous comedian deaths. Just so each episode of the three episodes ends with a, with a tragic death. And in the case of one of the comedians, no spoiler as to who, the person who was with him when he died in his arms told the story of this comedian's death. And then when he's done telling this incredibly emotional story, he makes a joke about 
Right. Of course. But that is the, uh, it's the documentary on the history of the comedy club. Nice. Or the comedy store. I, I, I for sure remember that documentary about Chris Farley and how sad his demise was. But the joke-making thing reminds me of when Monty Python did their funeral for one of their own. I forget which one of them died, but at the funeral, like they were just cracking the audience up left and right because Terry Gilliam was the one that died. Just within the past couple of years. No, a long time ago. The the tall guy that the, the tall guy that played Brian in the life of Brian. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that is I'm not no, I'm not gonna look it up. That's an exercise for the listener. But the I will probably end up looking for the uh, YouTube uh clip of, of his funeral because it's just so good where oh, I'd they, love they knew that what their friend would what, hate right. would, would the, what their friend would hate the most is a solemn crying for it to be sick. and so they respected the friend that they knew and they made it fucking funny which is beautiful i think that's the way yeah the funerals we, should be we, about uh, celebrating life it was like that obit that we shared of, of the dude who was so outrageous it, it, it would remind me of the obit that we might have written for alan green yes it was very um, alan green it was and i do not remember where that was but it was about this guy that was just so crazy that everyone knew in town knew his name and it was just he lived life to the fullest and died young um, yeah yeah there was another obit that went viral in the last month or two that was talking about this crazy old trailer park lady that that was just an outrageous i don't know if it was if, i don't know if she was like racist or whatever but it was written from the point of view it was written by her gay son that had moved to brooklyn or something and talking anyway i may be able to find that for the show notes or i may just be inventing things no one knows no no it's all a mystery anyway happy uh happy uh hour to you i've got a story about this beer Do you know anchor steam beer that is your favorite beer lately i want you to notice the label Yes. And tell me if there's anything about it that you think is about Christmas, because I don't think it is. I think it's... What sort of a bundle of shrubbery is that? Hops. Hops, okay. Hops and oats, maybe wheat. And it says nothing on it about a holiday brew. But the other day, I went to go, um, going on this trip, as you well know, and I want to have Topsail Island, do some fishing in the intercoastal waterway and some surf fishing. I've been reading up on it. Surf fishing? To, you have to like get on the surfboard for that? Or? Oh, yeah, it's tough. And at my age, you just you sit on the balance, surfboard. Balance, and then and like the fish starts jumping, and you're like... Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've told you the story. I'm going to tell you again. Is that I don't wipe out. My buddy and I were in the one-man kayak, my nephew-in-law, whatever. Your buddy and you were in a one-man kayak? No, no, no. We each were in a one-man kayak. Oh, okay. Because and otherwise... he caught a tarpon, like jumping out of the water six foot and i sent i think we posted the picture of me taking a picture at exactly the right moment over his shoulder when over his right shoulder you could see in the distance about 50 yards out a six foot tarpon leaping out of the water when you're in the kayak how do you have any leverage to pull the darn beast out of the water he went out almost a mile where the fish pulled him until the fish got so tired that we could pull the fish a little closer to the kayak. And the fish was a foot longer than the kayak. No. no. And the goal, and I've got a, I've been, pictures, I've been video of this. And the kayak, excuse the interruptions. Good <laughs> Lord. Uh, close the fucking door. God. Hey, I've been saying hey. that for years. <laughs> I always do. Except when you don't. Got one upstairs too. You got two doors? Yeah, one upstairs and one downstairs. Good mm. lord. My office is a in-between space. Mm. Anyway, but during that trip, speaking of surf fishing, I am fishing 
about the distance out, maybe longer, probably a little longer the distance out of where you could cast for surf fishing. And as it turns out, I got into a bed of sharks, or I guess it would be a, I don't know that a, sharks are a school. Noun for sharks. Could be a nest. Could be a nest of sharks. Jaws of sharks. No, three options. A school of sharks, a, a shoal of sharks, and my personal favorite, a shiver of sharks. Let's use that, aptly named, because as I realized, as I was trolling with my kayak paddling, with my pole in a little cylinder in the back of the kayak, and I was paddling through a certain trough, and there was activity there, it was, in fact, an entire shiver of sharks. And I hooked into one. And when I hooked into him, he was fighting like crazy, but then suddenly all the line went slack. So there's a slow-mo image of in front of me in the bright, sunny day on the ocean, 200 yards out from the shore in the sunlight, this big mess of line because the shark was coming toward me and I had pulled the line out of the water. And then the shark stuck his nose out of the water, bumped the kayak with his nose no, and was gone in a heartbeat. And talk about a fucking shiver of sharks scared the shit out of me, bumped the boat and was gone. And I, for that split second, I'm looking at a shark who isn't looking at the boat. The shark is looking at me. Now it's only about five foot long, four, three, four, five foot long. You could take a five foot shark. Come on. <laughs> and anyway, about a half hour later, I got into a meat dolphin, not the porpoise, but a dolphin. Right. And I've got a great uh, picture of this one was 15, 16 pounds and two foot, two foot long and one hunk of muscle. But as we go surf fishing, my goal is to learn enough. Is that one word? Surf fishing? Surf fishing? Surf uh, could be fishing. hyphenated. Could be hyphenated. It usually isn't, but it could be. If you were out there catching fish and you got knighted, would you be surf fishing? <laughs> no, because I was poor, so I'd be surf fishing. Okay, good. Get it. I get it. Huh? See what I did there? I did. I got it. Uh, night from the surf to the night to the surf. Night, surf, and surf again. Huh. Do nights? Sur no, no. Surf, surf, night, and surf again. Do surf, surfs, and nights surf at night? Surf, serve, and nights sleep. <laughs> the peaceful sleep of riches. You know what I what I uh, lucked into yesterday that I hadn't looked at for, for quite a while, but I've seen it three or four times, so I know it pretty well, is uh, early Matt Damon, the talented Mr. Ripley. I have not seen that in years. I, it I would love to. It is chilling. It is chilling. It is, well. Oh, okay. Never mind. It is. Uh, Sorry, I just requested that Dennis move into the camera view, but like then the sun is right in his face, and it's horrifying. So horrifying. Uh, hey, speaking wait. of chilling. Let's see if I can do this. Hang on. Oh, God. Sometimes I do this and I, knock everything, and I knock everything over. Wait a minute. Don't move. Don't move. I apologize for the interruption. Oh, apologize. Sorry, Paul. Ooh, I've, I found a page of collective animal nouns that we need to go through later. Yeah, I was looking at them the other day, and, and some of them, is, and many times as we've done this, some of them uh, were surprising. And they're actually very clever. It's an example of biologists being clever, right? I don't know if it's biologists that are the ones that are naming these things. Who do you think is naming? I think it's these are, no, these are literary people that are. No, they're not. Authors. I'll bet you. So have you watched any football lately? Did you see the 
and, or her oh, yeah, all the, the Bills yeah. versus the Kansas Chiefs. You don't watch American professional football, do you? I I don't. So just let me give you the stat. Between the two quarterbacks, they scored 25 points in two minutes. Actually, uh, now, think I, about that. Points in two minutes. Can you imagine watching that game? That's a lot of that's a lot of scoring. I heard that there was a an issue. My only uh, source of NFL news told me that there was some game where that there was one team that like never had the ball. Oh yeah, that and so and, in fact, and the, just the, how the, messed up that is because yeah, so this like is half the point of the of players didn't play. This is the point of discussion. So the the Buffalo Bills were up by three points. And there was just a couple of minutes left in Kansas City scored a field goal. They were tied. There was hardly any time left. Buffalo Bills scored a touchdown in a minute and a half in a miracle. Fourth down and 14 yards, if you can imagine how hard that would be. Instead of getting the 14 yards, they get a touchdown. Then Kansas City gets the ball. Now they're down an entire touchdown. They get a touchdown in less than a minute. At the end of the day, Kansas City had 13 seconds in overtime. How did they decide overtime when they tied? This is the issue. Here's the rule. They flip a coin to see which team receives the ball. But the first team who scores a touchdown wins the game. So if the team who wins the coin toss scores the touchdown, in this case they did, the Buffalo Bills never get the ball again. And in this case, Every time Buffalo got the ball again, particularly in the last three minutes, they scored again every time, and they never got the ball back. Here's the other part of the rule, just so you know it. If they only score a field goal, then the opposing team gets the ball again, and if they score a touchdown, they win. But if they score a field goal, they go into another overtime where the same rules apply. This is the issue. When the fucking game was a fucking coin toss. Because if Buffalo would have got that fucking ball first, given their scoring all day long, they would have scored. And then Kansas City never would have had a chance. Funny thing, that's how Kansas City lost last year. And they objected to the rule. And this year, uh, yeah, he didn't like it. Not why. The the pundits that I was listening to agreed that for there's several things that you need to optimize for when you're designing the rules for a game. You need to have you need to have it be interesting enough so that that teams want to play and you have to it has to be interesting enough so that the spectators want to watch but also it has to be like fair enough that it's it that, that people aren't just this is all bullshit and but their 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 suggestion was because in in european soccer for a while when it was in a, when it's a normal league match you can you can tie and no one cares but when it's a tournament thing where we need a winner to advance to the next round they used to have this thing called the um uh, the golden the golden ball or like it was basically sudden death where the first team that scored won, and and that's that made it so that uh which started with 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 the toss ball in the middle of the field but it's totally it's not the same in 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 soccer all like, i'm saying is that, that one team was not pre-selected that they had an equal chance correct to be the first team with the ball because they got the ball Correct, but in soccer, it's not remotely the same as having possession in American football. But the problem was that uh, that the teams like were incentivized to be on total defense because if they score a single goal, then they win. So like the entire teams came back behind the ball to do defense, and the game fucking 
stopped because well, what it was college just... football does is they give a time frame for overtime, which is 15 <clears throat> minutes. And whoever wins the coin toss gets the ball. And after they score in the time that's left for the overtime, the other team gets the ball. And if they too score a touchdown, it goes into a second overtime. Yeah, exactly. You and that's, that's something. That's, Arkansas football, the Razorbacks, okay. I was 11 overtimes. That, that's what the European soccer people yeah. went back to was that there, that if there was a tie, there was going to be this amount of time, 30 minutes, I think, after where either team can score as many times as they can. And if it's still tied after that, then they go to the penalty kicks. And penalty kicks are like in the recent tournament, I guess it was the European Cup from 2020 that they played in 2021 or something like that. Like almost all of the games went to penalties because they were just so evenly matched. Like we've made it to yeah. peak, uh, peak soccer skill. And it comes down just to the end to luck. It's if you settled a basketball game with the free throws at the end. And it's, <laughs> are, you, are you trying to make me sad and angry at the same time by talking about free throws at the end of a game? No, but you're not, are you? I, I, if I knew that would trigger you, I would trigger you. Well, but anyway, it's a messed up system sports. that's it's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. MSU's last two games that they lost was at the free throw line and one of the top members of their team missed a free throw. So they lost the game. How much time was on the clock? Zero seconds and point two. Not two. Thank you for opening that wound. 200 milliseconds. I mean, I was, if, let me know if you have other wounds that I can open. Yeah, that would be prying. So anyway, it, it's it, uh, prying. Open yes, the wound. Yes, prying. Yeah, I did. You know, you're a little, a little on the dull side this evening. You're not, your pickup is not what it usually is. What's up? I've mean, been drinking. My, been drinking? My, I got my pickups are back there on my electric guitar. Hey, are you bringing guitar? What are you bringing? The same old bringing the old man's acoustic. Oh, 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 oh. I can't be jumping across the sea with an axe. I wish I could, but, and man, since we talked last week, I have not been, I have not touched a guitar. I've been so busy with other shit that. Oh, busy, busy, busy. I need to. Busy, busy, busy. Well, I just found out that I'm not going to be very busy at all next year. My, <laughs> that's a topic for <laughs> offline. But anyway, I wanted to say, cause this will be a, this will be a topic when we return, which I think we're likely going to miss two weeks in a row. I'm on the road for two Wednesdays. Potentially, yeah. It I know it because my brother sent me a picture of a 10-pound steelhead that he caught through an 8-inch hole in the ice, and it was uh, two and a half feet long. An, 10 pounds through an 8-inch hole. Yes, two and a half foot long fish. Two and a half foot long. That's, that's like a word problem. For... You, you need this picture. I, I will, I'm not very good with follow-up, but I'll try to make a mental. <laughs> no, really? No, really. Hey, I sent you that succession. That was uh, hilarious. Wasn't it? It's and apparently there are more like like YouTube yes. was it was like hey you want to see another one sharing uh, M and M's right so to summarize it's this one dude impersonating all of the characters of Succession but like really well like there was never a doubt about which character they were portraying I uh, got a little confused with the two women there was a red haired woman which was Saban right Shiv and then then the other woman was who the older lady yeah who's or was it it wasn't already. it wasn't uh, Connor's wife no it was the one that was CEO for briefly right. yeah. It, but it's just the, and what a clever premise to have these rich people that argue with each other all the time, like trying to order pizza, which is so beneath <laughs> I, their I, station. I, I laughed out loud when he, when Tom to go talk to Greg 
Yes. Hey, yes, and Greg was up on the table. <laughs> he shot Greg. He shot Greg as <laughs> his head was bouncing off the ceiling. He nailed Greg, and which was, and I got to tell you, I saw an interview of Greg. Yeah. I don't know that we've talked about it, but he told these stories, and he was telling this one story. Who was he talking to? Was it O'Brien or? It was probably Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Yeah. And uh, and Stephen Colbert said something funny about this is this is taking a while, or whatever. And Greg, not Greg, but whoever yeah, the yeah. actor is, he says just in Greg's character, he said they told me back there I should milk this, and it was hilarious. Yeah, he's it was hilarious. He's so I mean, he was he was every man. He was every man. But you can also imagine that this actor is only ever going to play that character unless he turns. It turns out he has a depth of other skills. But, right. Oh God. What other interruptions do we have? Hey, you didn't shut your phone off. God. This is better than last week. I was sadly, I was so busy that I am late editing last week's episode. So it like was just doing it. And we had so many like technical problems. There were like well, two, two times where we cut out. That's what and, you get paid for. A lot of people don't have jobs. So just stay. Yeah, Patreon.com slash happy hour. That'd be great. If we were getting anywhere close to what we're paying for the domain names. That'd be great. That'd be great. 15 yeah. bucks. 15 bucks per listener would, would barely cover our costs. Come on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh dear. Oh, so I have good news. I have got my itinerary, at least the beginning part of it set Friday morning. I'm putting my grandchild down for her nap on my bed or not. When, when my wife returns at nine 30, from dropping off our other grandchild to school, I jump in my truck and I drive on the road seven hours and 33 minutes to State College, PA, Penn State. Okay. Penn State to pick up my brother, spend the night, depending on the weather, maybe two. And then Let me know if you need a podcast to listen to while you're on that long drive. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anything, if it's music, fine, but no talk. That's no. bullshit. Why do people even listen to that? What kind of sorry-ass lives do people have that they listen to shit like this where people just talking and what? Really? What? 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 I know, right? Come on. Come on. We have many events scheduled this year. It's going to be very, I just got a note from the headmaster indicating my role as master of ceremonies for, yeah. the, for the talent show, of course, which would be uncomfortable given my my uh, my own performance, which is expected to be. And and. I, I remind you that the only thing I want you to do is make sure you, as there's something, there's something you don't know. And I'm going to tell you, remind you of one and tell you of the other. Remind okay. you that in your long underwear, prepare for playing golf in the cold. Of course, if you've got, it'd be great if they're all one color. Black would be great. Black socks, black long underwear, and a so, black long underwear t-shirt. And here's so, the... Yeah. So my pink ones are not acceptable? <laughs> they would be. Okay. As it turns out. And so would a tutu for that. It's just, it's just one is pink and the other is orange. Uh, but like clashes. Here's your other. Here's your other. Is that now, small deal, I need you to get some white cream for your face because you will be doing a pantomime-like dance number for me. So you'll need not only the pancake stuff you put on your face, but also a little container of what you use to remove it. Wait, is it... Is, is white face not racist? No, because you're already white. Oh, okay, okay. See, see, this is just you're whiter. You're just whiter. And that's all. And that's all. I can guarantee that there's a chance that might happen. You what? You heard me. Say that again. 
those are those are you seem to be parsing your words in a I way. I can absolutely makes, guarantee that there is a non-zero chance that may happen. Huh, that's as close to zero as you can get, isn't it? No, like yes. closer to zero. No, you can't. I could say no. that did I guarantee that there's a zero percent chance that would that, that's not gonna that's happen. not close to zero. That is zero. There's a difference. Okay. You I, can't I thought, ah, see. So now you see I'm right. I'm usually you're, right about you're as close to right as you could possibly be. I have more than a zero percent chance of being wrong. Oh no, wait, of being right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> no, you're not the only one. Right. <clears throat> oh uh, Lord. So I am packed. I have my cab of my truck, which now has a, and you can help me with this. I'm not great with pronunciation, but there's a word that describes a cover. And it looks like I would say Tuno, but it's T-E-U-O-N. I just looked this up when I was editing our you did, because I mentioned last episode. It last week. And how do you pronounce it? Tuno? Yeah, it's a T-O-N-E-A-U or something like that. Tuno, not Tonu. I would tuna. say Tono. Hold on. I have a thing that pronounces it. Tono. Tono? Tono. T-O-N-O. It's the tono. definition is a rear seating compartment of an automobile. Also the rear seating compartment. Okay. That's tono. the same thing. This is the Or the shape of a watch case or dial resembling a barrel in profile. <laughs> this is the sort of content people came to this podcast to learn. Wow. That's a wow. sweet watch case that looks like wow. a barrel. That's such a Tono. Wow. So golf clubs up against the back, a golf clubs in the case up against the back, the width of the cab fit perfectly. And I found we'll have to go for the tool of the day because you need a tool to be able to load and unload this truck with a tonneau cover on it. And then after that, a golf bag, that black all weather golf bag, which we've talked about this, it's called the last golf bag you'll ever need. That's the name of it. It's all canvas. I've had it for 15 years. It's how, absolutely true. How clever. And yeah, long name, but memorable. And then a uh, It's not bag. the last golf bag you'll ever want. It's the last golf bag you'll, you'll ever need. Ever need. Right. And then because there might that, be sexier ones that you're like. Oh, yeah, but not yeah, like this. Yeah. Well, you, and utility is the only criterion for shipping golf clubs. So Excellent. Singular, right. Singularization. Singularization. Thank you. <laughs> that could be a subtext. So the other thing, then forward from that, you run into the wheel wells that well, have, well, well, well. have little humps in the back of the pickup. And there I first put a, a wild rapids uh, riverboat rubber bag. A, a, wild, is a, a rubber wild rapids Wild river rubber bag. Wild river rubber bag that when you put stuff in it and you fold it over and latch it, it's totally waterproof and would otherwise float down the river after you capsize and it's too late. You're dead and your arm is all fucked up like the guy in deliverance. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Then on the right side of that, perfectly fit, is my 1950s latch suitcase, which contains all of my musical instruments, except for one. Ooh. And when that is packed into the wheel wells, it requires about a, a five to seven pound pressure to get it to pop in pop. between the two wheel wells. Yep. Then in front of that. Now the bag is the bag is the bag of the the Wild River rubber water bag rubber, rubber, is rubber, rubber. thicker than the suitcase. So then I put in next two 36 inch by 18 inch. That's a yard. By 24 inch plastic containers, dark gray, bright yellow top, 
Full of what? Get the, get the dimensions. 18 high, three feet long, 24 feet wide. One of them feet empty. wide. One of them empty. inches wide. Two feet. One yeah. of them empty for Joe's stuff. And one of them full with my stuff, including but not limited to my fishing clothes, my golfing clothes, my tackle box, my rain gear, my bottle of scotch, my three different fishing reels, and the top pops on, like, both sides, snap, snap. Then, on the suitcase suitcase side, where it's narrower, or or it's not as deep, or I'm sorry, it's deeper, because the suitcase, as you remember, is not as wide as the Wild River Rubber River bag, water bag. So all, in, of, all of us taking notes wait, or rolling, not, rolling our I'm eyes not, when you said I'm that. Not done. Like, I'm not, of course. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not anywhere near done. We know that already, We have what goes, I want to talk about what goes in the can of seats. Please. So, but I'm not there yet. But then I think we can fast forward through a two foot wide bin. Yes. Where it's, it fits perfectly. Another wide bin, which now is two foot long, 18 inches wide, fits in there like a glove, close it up, go to the access cab, open the half a door, a case of water, a case of beer, one bag of clothes and a leather valise, my brother's side all open for his gear, and me with enough room for my cooler, which I will describe what's in the cooler in some detail. We don't doubt it. Also, We're here for this. Content. And also one overnight bag and my travel bag, which has vitamins and, and stuff now. In the cooler, this pack, an ice pack, six bottles of water, eight protein bars. Wait, hold on. How, how much water is in each bottle? 12 ounces. Okay. 12 ounces. And then my diabetic sandwich, two bags, diabetic each sandwich. one containing three sandwiches, which is as follows, romaine lettuce. Slice of Vermont cheddar, slice of salami, more lettuce, slice of salami, more lettuce, paper towel. Do it again. Do it again. Stuff them in a bag. Then wait, you have a paper towel sandwich. The, now listen, you that's on the outside items. of the bread. The, the paper towels make certain that nothing gets soggy. And now that you except for the paper towels, know that when you do a flat unwitch, which I've done, unwitch. That there's unwitch, unwitch, not a sandwich, but an unwitch that there's enough room in the side of the bag where you can take the same lettuce, cheese, salami, lettuce, and roll it, roll it like it's a cannoli. Roll that in a paper towel and stick it in there. There's that. Then there's a giant piece of pizza that I bought that is so big that it takes up the entire top portion of the cooler. And on top of that... Wait, hold on. I, one piece of pizza. For those of us that don't know what the fucking unwitch is... I tell you. I told you. Lettuce. It's lettuce, a lettuce cheese. wrap. There's no, there's no bread. Well, that's uh, low carb. My body can't handle carbs, so I, I'm on a low carb diet. That's why I'm the unwitch. Okay, what a clever. You didn't know that? I've never heard of that. Huh? <laughs> uh... What a rube. Where you been? You know, I haven't been in the states in two fucking years. When all hey, there's some there's some festival that happened in Spain this week of some beast like uh, oh, beast uh, thing Probably. that comes out in in and is the subject of a festival. It's uh, I, I I ran out of time to be able to, to look at. Hold on, so uh, beast like 
Caratonias. Caratonias. In a local Spanish town, the Uche. Where's that? You don't know about this? Look, man, there are there's pagan shit all over Spain. Okay, so this is down in where my in-laws are from. But we in where I live, we have this thing that happens on January 6th, which is the important like uh, well done Catholic student. And there's this town where I live where these people dressed in these like pagan forest creature like it they're 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 dressed like giants but like they, they look like trees mossy. and they're mossy yes they're very mossy and they parade around town and there are people that dress like sheep and that <laughs> have big bells on them that like make a bunch of noise and it's this huge sort of festival that people go to and i don't know there's you don't a, do these things if I, have, I, if, if I live there would we do them together I have visited this thing one time, but because it's on the gift giving day, we typically don't because that's a day. No, but, but yeah, there are little festivals like this in little towns where they do these crazy pagan things. Could I get a job on a fishing boat in your town? And then you and I would take Rodriguez every, every other weekend. And you'd like your wife would say, I I like living. I like being married to you a lot more before Dennis moved here. We would be doing man things, Rodriguez. Yeah, you look a lot more like the men that own the boats and are commanding the younger folk. Let's start at the bottom. You gotta, you go to a place and you say, I wanna be a sweeper. And they say, sweeper. If you wanna start at your age as a sweeper, then for sure. You My can age? <clears throat> but there are like, most of the people your age around the docks are hey, standing around. What is, what is this thing? What is this? Wait a minute. You've done this. What, is, what do you mean, my age? What happened here? What? Look, if you were 30, then yes. Hey, I'm, I'm, you, would, you, would, you would be too old. I'm to, not three times 30, though. Correct. But around the docks, the there's a bunch of men standing around. Pipes and shit? No, just with their arms crossed, being like, it's not the way we used to do it, but I'm going to sit here and watch how the how they do it now. I, I, I want to actually bring the fish in. I want to handle the fish. I have a friend who owns one of the boats. We could, who could, who, we could totally go out with him. I no, but might. I want a job. I got to support myself. I'm trying yeah, to make sure. plans. I'm trying to make plans. And I need well, a commitment about the every other weekend, Rodriguez. We could every other weekend go out and have a good time. But no, we no go for a long four days every other weekend. <laughs> okay. The whole Rodriguez thing is that the women and children go and leave you alone. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, okay. it's the opposite. We'll send so them. We'll, we'll send, send them, them somewhere. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I know. I get a job on a boat. We'll put them in a boat. There you go. Push them out. Here's your boat. Here's your food. Here's well, the water. See if you can make go, your way back. Don't come back until time for school Monday morning and have the kids ready for school. Don't get them ready on the boat. Exactly. Not coming home before you. Exactly. Exactly. Let me exactly. manage. Let me manage this. Family. I'm a family therapist. My name is Mr. Rodriguez. Mm. My name is Dennis Rodriguez. I've got some content to talk about if you'd like. But love to hear it. The little I had no idea where we were going to go next. Yeah, I had I had nothing. Nothing popped into my head. Yeah. So we uh, so I started watching, and then after a couple hours, realized that this was a thing that my family would enjoy. I started watching the Netflix series that is apparently four years old called Cobra Kai. What does Cobra Kai bring to mind? Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. 
Whew, something Cobra Kai, something familiar, but I don't know what. I can't quite put my finger on it. So, do you remember the movie Karate Kid? Yes. The enemy dojo was called Cobra Kai. Yes. And the dude who ran it, the young dude with the spiky blonde hair, who's now an old dude with spiky blonde hair, has rejuvenated his career with this series. <clears throat> and it's when I heard that they were rebooting this, four fucking years ago or whatever i rolled my eyes i was like sure fine yeah. money grab yeah like you haven't found any other any other work in your career and someone said hey why don't we reboot this thing that was popular 30 years ago and would you like to participate and i thought this is going to be so dumb but it's the same actor who apparently is a really nice guy and has spent 30 years like bumping into people in la and everyone hating him because of his character and him being like, look, I'm not, I'm not that asshole. Johnny Lawrence is his name. Is, is, is the actor's is the character's name. And, but it's actually really clever. And it's not the sort of thing that you have to think a lot about. It doesn't take a lot of, there's some stuff that you watch that you need to be there and be thinking and intellectually and uh -huh. engaged. This is just entertaining, but it's entertaining in a clever way it's not a stupid way and it and we're most of the way through the first season out of four that they've done already and it's really surprisingly good it's like they take and they've done a great job of reusing footage from the movies from the movie that they had before to the second one was more in in japan but yeah and the i don't know they've done this it's they make it so that you're not sure who is the good guy because the underdog daniel larusso in the first movie is now a a successful car uh, salesman like he owns, by ralph macho yeah really? it's all the same actors it's all oh, the same i didn't actors. know that i yeah. didn't know ralph macho was in and it's and it's and he is he's the successful auto king of los angeles like he owns several auto deal dealerships and is, has a bunch of money and the blonde bully has nothing and is a loser etc and but it the it plays on these old you were an asshole to me when i was in high school and now i have all the power so i can mess with you and it blurs the lines about who's the bully and who's not and really? it's very clever it's very well done lit huh. you don't know who you're rooting for or who the bad guy is or who the good guy is because the, everyone is flawed in yeah, a way my, that it, my miyagi mr miyagi. Miyagi. miyagi he's not in it he's dead yeah he died in 2005 i think it was uh, wonderful yeah yeah but boy do they have clips of him yeah so it's anyway it's it's on netflix which again you probably don't have yet because <clears throat> See this? What's that say? That says Geek Squad something next year. Netflix. Okay. That says Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's and so I watched six episodes and and they're nice. They're uh, thirty minute episodes. I love a good thirty minute episode TV show because they go down so easily and the friction to start to start the next one is so is so easy as opposed to an hour long thing. So like we have another hour to to watch another thing, but it's very nice. And I noticed very quickly that it was going to be a thing that my family would like to watch. And so I introduced them to it and they, they love it very much. And it's just fun. How many are you into? How many have you seen? I, no, now I guess we're on, we're on season two. So there's 10 episodes per season. So that's five hours per season. How many seasons? Four? Four so far. Wow. So that's a long time. Yeah. It's been around. That's like a thing that we enjoy watching. It can't, my cynic, self assumes that things must go to a point where it's becomes stupid later Run, but, I, runs but its that's course. runs its course yeah so speaking I can't imagine of it. running its course speaking of running its course billions is back on 
Apps and Damien Williams. I thought you were talking about this episode. Whoa. No kidding. He's gone. He's gone. Last, spoiler alert, the last season ended with him being paid by Prince $2 billion to go to Switzerland and just not come back. And he got Axe Bank, Axe Capital, all the staff, and including an $80 million buyout clause for Axe's number two, expertly played by blah, blah, blah. And I watch, I'm dedicated to watching it. Who would and not take was, a $2 billion exit? When you have $200 billion, yeah. but the adrenaline of running it all, but he was busted. He was busted. In fact, you remember that the series had the connection with the medical marijuana industry and the legal recreational marijuana industry and how fascinating it was to listen to these guys talk. And I gave you homework. Do you remember the homework? To watch the scene in the kitchen. That was like six months ago, yes. Did you do it? Uh, yes. And how was, so let's talk about the when he was cooking the omelet for Axe and for his daughter. What did you think? It was amazing. It was amazing. So now I know you didn't watch it. It was not amazing in any way. It was not amazing. It was very interesting. You didn't watch it. You got. So I, 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 I just, don't know what we I don't know what we pay you for. Here I am, faithfully upholding my end of the deal, which is the biggest part of it. I, the biggest part. Of it. I just intentionally replayed. A thing that happened in my household this evening of of my wife asking my daughter if she had done a piece of homework and she totally lied about it. And then when we were like, okay, show me the paper. And she was like, oh, I couldn't find it. And it was so clear that like the original right. thing was a lie. And it was just like, uh, I don't know. We're now we this. gotta deal with this. <laughs> now yeah. we gotta deal. Now we gotta deal with this aberrant behavior. <laughs> yeah. We're entering this phase of look, can we trust you with 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 anything if you're if you could so flippantly lie about a thing so anyway at that age that that is a skill that is honed for different audiences and uh, sometimes the lines blur between the audiences that parents might care about now i'll tell you a story of one of my girls who at an age of 17 was going into a grocery to a little 7-eleven a little corner grocery that we have all over there and gonna buy beer at the age of 17 and little did she know that in her pocket, her cell phone was on and it had inadvertently dialed our number. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife and I are sitting in the living room of our house and I answer the phone and I say, this is weird. This is a butt call. Wait a minute. That's my daughter. And, and we hear, no, I'll go in. I can do this. I've done this before. And, I, I looked, <laughs> and she goes in. And you can hear the door open and this, the beer clacking around and then giving ID, asking for ID and giving ID, which was false ID. And then the rustling of the bag and then back in the car door slam, she has the beer, <laughs> there's murmuring. And she says, oh yeah, I use my sister's ID. So they're both busted. Because she didn't, she didn't get it without permission. It was given right. to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had the predicament, which you can enjoy. And, Please, and really, uh, right? show me my future. Of, of being able to say, so, <laughs> what did you do last night? And dig the hole, and dig the hole, and deeper, and deeper. And I, at one point, I was willing 
to have that hole be the size of a football field. I, I would have just kept excavating until it was like, and, and my wife was like, let's not, it's enough. This let's, let's just let her know that we know. Oh, and, but what a funny thing. And at one point, I can't remember exactly when, whether it was then or later, where I remember this kind of heart to heart moment when she said, how did you know that? How, <laughs> how did you know that? And I remember my response. I am was, God. My response was, I have my sources. Nice. And I'll tell you what, it stopped. Well, you think it stopped? No, it stopped because I put a, I planted a bug on her, and from that point forward. Yeah, it. Yeah, it. The. You know, it's we're just now entering into this phase of teenager thinks they're smarter than their parents. And yeah, in my case, they were in your case, there's no doubt. So <laughs> you need to just realize that you are challenged every once in a while. We might catch a victory, but you might sounds like sounds like you, you hooked into one this time. Yes. When do you when do you arrive to the States? Saturday night. Oh, really? So yes. you've got a Saturday through Wednesday until before yes. you drive. Yep. So I'm working on Monday and Tuesday from there. Yeah, from there. Yeah. And then, oh, I didn't know that. Well, that that's not as much fun, but still some. Yeah. We're heading for Topsail on, on Saturday, but more likely Sunday. <laughs> and Friday in Topsail, snow is predicted. What? And by Monday, it's 60 degrees and sunny. That's the North Carolina Global fucking coast. warming, man. man or it's, I don't think it's atypical for North Carolina coast winters. Yeah. I blame this on the coal industry. The what? The coal industry? Yes. I stand I stand old, by that statement. Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. Dum, dum, he dum. caught for his fiddle, and he called for his drummer, and he calls for his fiddler three. Dum, dum. He baked a big pie. And, dum, dum, I don't know this. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone there. I shouldn't have gone there. You sh- there's so many places you, sh- you shouldn't go. But, uh... <laughs> I've been there. I try to describe the... You've been to all the places you shouldn't go. <laughs> and I know I'm going to go back. I tried to describe the podcast to somebody the other day who hadn't heard it. And I said, Really? Well, Someone that hasn't heard this? He said, so give me an idea. And I said, early on, we did a thing, a riff about the Bethlehem and what the animals really look like. And the fact that in, in addition to the animals being covered with their own feces, et cetera, and the hay was dirty, was that there were spider monkeys there. Way to start And off. that evoked enough laughter where he said, oh man, I got to listen to these. Oh God. And I thought they're not all, they're not all that funny. I don't, I think that was funny. That went on for a while. Okay. Welcome our new listener. Chef Joe. Joe. Chef I, say, Joe. I just said Joe. Chef wait, Joe. Wait, Joe, your brother. He won't be surprised by any of your antics. He's, all constantly, those, he's constantly surprised. All those you stories to know, you told about him when he was a little boy. Yeah. The reason he's constantly su- surprised, but what you need to know is that is actually part of the plan. Right. That, that he would be surprised. Yes. This, this, all of these hundreds of hours we've been planning to prank your brother. Yes. Wait. All for one, one vision, one goal, one mission, together, collaborative, joined passionately, intellectually. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Yeah. He, he, because uh, another, another, another you is kind of terrifying. No, you will like him a lot more than you like me. Now, that may be a low bar, depending, depending on what's happening. Who does next uh, week with uh, Joe and Eric? Chef Joe. Chef Joe. And I think we should call him Chef. That would throw him off. Will you do that? I'll you call do him that. Chef. I'll call him Chef, yeah. For three hours. So, blah, 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 Chef. Okay, Chef. Thank you, Chef. Because the reality shows where the, it's, it's really true. In the restaurant, the Chef is the king, is God. Right. 
you know, they all call them out of respect chef, but uh, yeah, that'd be fun. I ended up packing a case of Smittix, so we'll have to pop one of those. Uh, I would Wednesday. love to have a Smittix with you. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday a week. It's like next, it's so, so, it's so close. So close. And for now, I bid you adieu fairly well. I, fairly well. I bid you adieu. Oh, no. You don't have to get crappy about it. Why do you always end up? Okay, that does it for episode number 142. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 142 with all the links to all the cool videos and stuff that we talked about. And it looks like we're going to be on a little hiatus for about two weeks where Dennis and I are going to get together and make some music and have some drinks in person and have a jolly old good time. We'll see you in a fortnight.